0: So the Democrats and the mainstream media and Dr. Fauci and President Biden are starting to say things that Republicans have said about COVID for quite a long time that Trump said, that Rand Paul have said. When Republicans said it, when Trump said it, when Rand Paul said it, they were science deniers. They were banned for spreading misinformation. Now CNN has said that cloth masks are worthless. Now the CDC is revising its quarantine guidelines lowering dramatically lowering quarantine guidelines why dr fauci says because people need to get back to work because omicron is spreading out of control and they're worried that the workforce is going to suffer in a very big way so you have also and and biden says that there is no federal solution. He's given it back to the states. Biden on a call with the governors. There's no federal solution for COVID. It's got to go to the states. These are all things that the media blasted Trump and Rand Paul. The media went lit, was livid. The media had a, had a meltdown when Trump said, Hey, this is up to the states. The federal government can't solve COVID. And when Rand Paul said that cloth masks are useless and that most masks that you buy over the counter are ineffective and don't work. Rand Paul was suspended from YouTube. And now you have CNN's medical analyst saying the exact same thing. So let's get into the details. It's agreed. The hypocrisy is egregious. It's not about the science they don't even have science. They still don't have clinical studies uh, on the effectiveness of cloth masks, as far as I can tell. And they still don't know the real what the real rules should be as far as quarantining goes based on clinical studies because it doesn't help you profit. There aren't going to be massive clinical studies done unless it's for a vaccine or a new medicine where, where they can make profits. and that, And that's fine. I understand. There's nobody to fund these studies, but don't tell me it's science. And then suddenly the change, the, the science changes when you want the science to change. And now you suddenly start sounding like Republicans. It's egregious. I defended these people. I defended a lot of Democrats early on because I really thought that, you know, that their motives were sincere and, and who knows, we don't know their motives, but they're Let me give you the details. They're sounding a lot like Republicans. CNN says what I have thought for a long time, that cloth masks are essentially useless. I'm not saying don't wear a mask. I'm not saying don't take COVID seriously. But what I'm saying is, if you walk around wearing a cloth mask the, and, and you think that somehow you're helping to prevent the spread of COVID, I think you're actually doing more harm because you might be lulled into a false sense of safety. And I think that CNN has now confirmed this. And yet there's a mask mandate in New York State and in other places. I don't know if it's being enforced, but there is a mask mandate. Now, you can fulfill that mask mandate on planes. You have to wear a mask. Fauci is saying you may have to wear a mask on planes for years, even though, by the way, the air in plane in airplanes is purified. And you had a CEO of one of the big airline companies, which one, American Airlines, one of these big airlines, uh, who said that actually an airplane, a mask is, does nothing because it's not needed because the air is already so well purified. So the, the, you're fulfilling the mask mandate if you wear a cloth, ma- a cloth mask, yet uh, CNN says that a cloth mask... Is like a facial decoration, and it doesn't do anything. So what happening? To, what happened to following the science? CNN medical expert Dr. Liana went. She said it's like she said. Unless you wear a three ply surgical mask, a three ply surgical mask. She said that a cloth mask is a little more than a facial decoration. She was in the context talking about Omicron, but even now Omicron spreading around, you can still fulfill your mask mandate by wearing a cloth mask, which is a facial decoration. But clearly, what she is saying is that cloth masks. ...really are virtually ineffective... ...and that applies to every strain... Of COVID, So so the Democrats claim they're following the science. They mandate masks. You can wear a cloth mask. You have elderly people. I'm sure they're walking around in stores and malls outside, indoors and uh, outdoors, indoors, everywhere, wearing these cloth masks. And there are some of them who are thinking, well, I'm wearing a mask, so it's probably not so bad. And they'd actually be better off staying home than going out and wearing a cloth mask. The CDC has now revised its guidelines for quarantine. Yes, it used to be 10 days. And now it's five days. If you wear a mask for the next five days, you can leave your house after five. It, it, they just they changed. They, hello. They woke up and changed the quarantine rules from 10 days to five days if you walk around wearing a mask. Now, ask yourself, number one, imagine if they had done this a year ago you know imagine how much suffering it would have prevented it would have avoided and 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 again i'm not saying a person has covid they should go out and start spreading covid around that isn't my point but either either you need to quarantine for did something change what changed did the science change did the data change is there a new study No, none of that changed. So one second, they follow the science. They've been following. Well, which is the science, 10 days or 5 days? The answer is, number one, they probably don't even know. And number two, it's whatever suits them because you may be wondering, well, maybe the Omicron strain changed. Maybe that's why it's only 5 days. Well, number one, there's still plenty of people going around with the Delta variant because the CDC just um, revised their estimate. They thought it was like 70% of the the virus out there now in America is – Omicron, it turns out now they're revising it to like 23%, 24%. So there's plenty of people out there with the older variant. So that didn't change. And and anyway, Fauci said, Fauci on CNN was asked, why did the CDC revise its guidelines 10 days to 5 days? He said, well, because we want to get people back into the workforce. He said it's spreading. is what he said. He said it's spreading so rapidly now that there's going to be too many people who are not going to work, an essential worker. So one second, it's spreading so rapidly we had to lower. This is what Fauci said. He said... The, the, the virus now is spreading so rapidly, which it is, which is frightening, obviously, although it seems to be a much more mild strain, which is good news, hopefully. But Fauci said it's spreading so rapidly now that we needed to lower the guidelines. It's, it's, it's spreading more rapidly. There's more COVID spreading. So now you have to quarantine less. What? One second. Whoa, 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 what? I mean, and Republicans, they should be, as somebody pointed out, screaming this off the rooftops. Rooftops, hopefully they will be. Imagine if Trump said that. Imagine if Trump had said, listen, we're going to reduce the quarantining rules, that we're going to reduce the quarantine restrictions. You can quarantine less. Why? Because it's spreading out of control. We need to get people back to work. When Trump used to say that kind of thing, he used to say, listen... These lockdowns are hurting people. These lockdowns are not good. We have to make a decision over here. Trump used to be not only a science denier, but they used to like accuse him of like wanting old people and wanting people to get sick. They used to literally accuse Trump of totally not caring about people's about public health and public safety when he when he would say, "Listen, we have to factor other things When they used to ask fauci, well, what about lockdowns? What about the harm it's causing? What about the economy?" he would say, well, listen, i'm the science guy. I'm the medical guy and now he literally said. We need to get people back to work. So suddenly, when it suits him, when it's convenient for him, they change the rules, not because anything changed as far as the science goes, but because of for economic reasons. It's as simple as that or essential workers or whatever you want to say. But that was when when, 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 when Trump said in the lockdowns, he was saying virtually the same thing. He got hammered for it. Biden says there's no federal solution to covid. When remember, Trump said that when Trump said, listen, this is not something the federal government can do. It has to be in the hands of the states. I mean, one media outlet after the next, they bashed Trump. They pummeled him. The New York Times said that Trump was ceding any semblance of national leadership on the pandemic. He said exactly what Biden said. Biden says it. They give him a pass. The Daily News said that Trump was passing the buck. Now, the New York Times published an AP video about Biden. It says, quote, Biden reassures governors as coronavirus surges. So Biden has a meeting with the governors, he says, this, "Those were his words." There's no federal solution for COVID, and the New York Times says Biden reassures governors as coronavirus surges. And yet, the, when Trump said it, the Times said that Trump is ceding any semblance of national leadership on the pandemic. You cannot make this stuff up. It's it's really, really very disturbing. It's it, it's 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 unconscionable here. And Biden promised to get the virus. Under control, and now he says, "Wait a second! There is no federal solution." He was the one who promised. He's totally backtracking, and I'm not surprised. Are, are we surprised at all? We knew that there was no way the government cannot prevent a pandemic. It's sad. It's the reality. The government, you know, has a lot of trouble doing very basic tasks. But uh, you know, the government—I mean—can't uh, can't manage the DMV properly or the Social Security office. When we talk about the federal government, they, you know, they, they don't run nearly as efficiently as private industries. But and certainly. They can't do anything about preventing a pandemic. But now Biden is responsible for more COVID deaths than Trump, or he's about to be. If you look at the numbers, which is horrific, even one life, life, every life is precious. One death is too many, is is an unspeakable tragedy. But now Biden is saying, well, we didn't see the Omicron variant coming. You didn't see the Omicron variant coming. Number one, how could you not see? Hello, can we wake up right now? I saw it coming my children saw the Omicron variant coming. How could you not see? I don't know. I didn't know what what they would call it, but uh, we knew there were more variants coming. That's what these viruses do is they evolve and they turn into new strains. So that's absurd to say you didn't see a a new strain possibly coming and possibly a contagious strain. How could you not see it coming? I'm not saying for sure, but you need to expect everything at this point. How could you not be anticipating there may be a new strain and it may be Highly contagious. How could you not? How could you not assume any possibility? All options are on the table. Number two, it's not even about Omicron because the Delta variant. You know, all all these deaths uh, have happened under the Delta variant. Now the Omicron variant is starting to make its way around the United States. But uh, all the deaths that happened under Biden, virtually all of them, were from a previous a previous variant that, that that he certainly did know about. And by the way, what has Biden done to prevent COVID other than? a federal a mandate on federal employees to get vaccinated. That's the only thing the vaccine mandate on businesses. I don't even think it's in effect yet. It's not legal. It's going to be struck down most likely. But Biden's done nothing. If it's not related to vaccines, there's been no Biden COVID policies except for frightening people who are unvaccinated. And uh, he, he said it. He said he was going to come in and stop and shut the virus down. He said he shut the virus down. I don't think he's put into place a single policy, what mask mandate on federal land, on federal property, which he himself breaks, by the way. He himself has been spotted many times on video on federal property, not wearing not wearing a mask. But like, are you kidding me? I mean, Biden, he's done nothing for COVID. He's been a, he's been a total and abysmal failure on COVID, even though he promised he accused Trump. He attacked Trump of being a failure on COVID and We said at the time, we said, how could you possibly blame Trump? And by the way, Trump did not expect it. And Trump could not have seen COVID coming, obviously. Biden did. Biden knew it was coming, okay? And he made all these promises, and yet he's been a total failure. Rand Paul was suspended from YouTube when he said, essentially, that cloth masks are facial decorations. YouTube literally called it misinformation. Why are they not calling CNN misinformation? In other news, two Democrat politicians were carjacked at gunpoint. Two Democrat politicians, one in Chicago, one in Philadelphia. The one in Philadelphia is a Congresswoman. The one in Chicago, I believe, is a state legislator, but the but the one in the the, 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 the one in Philly was actually a, a a U.S. Congresswoman and they both support defunding the police. Mary Scanlon, congresswoman in Philadelphia, carjacked at gunpoint. Police have caught the thugs And she was so thankful to police. She was so grateful that police came to the rescue and responded so quickly. And she publicly thanked the police profusely. She wanted to defund the police. She voted for a bill in Congress in favor of police reform. She voted to ban police And I believe that she even supported the idea at one point of replacing police officers with social workers. And now here she's so grateful to the police. Well, who do you think you should call when you're getting carjacked at gunpoint? Does she not see the irony? I mean, these Democrats, they're so caught up in this fake narrative talking about how bad the police are, police reform. You know, we've got to restrict the police. We've got to make it that police can be sued in civil court. We've got to take away their right to do chokeholds. We've got to replace them with social workers. Like, call a social worker. You're being carjacked at gunpoint. Hey, maybe call a social worker. Maybe a social worker could come and save the day and persuade, and have a talk with the carjackers with the guns and persuade them to maybe reform their ways and maybe change their Path in life. All right. So the Washington Free Beacon says the lie of the year. Back to COVID here for a moment. All over the place today. Um, Biden saying that he would shut down the virus was the lie of the year. Um, I mean, it, it, it just—it's an egregious lie. It was just an egregious lie that he said. And 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 we knew he couldn't. We knew he couldn't do it. But like Trump, arguably lost the election over COVID. Trump was vilified. I, I, you know, they 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 gave him such a hard time blaming him, and we knew that no. President, no government could – maybe no human could ever shut down the COVID virus. But, but, but what's annoying is, what's so disturbing is that Biden said it. He promised it. I, I think people even believed it. I think uh, – I didn't believe it. I think Democrat voters, some of them probably believed it. You gave them false hope. I assume Biden, if he knows what – to whatever extent he knows what's going on, knew he couldn't do anything about it. Maybe they thought they could. Maybe they thought, well, Trump does not follow the science. I'm going to follow the science. He gets in there. He did nothing. He put nothing into place. I don't, I don't know how they could have possibly thought other than vaccines, which came from Trump. Anyway, that's the lie of the year. Um, where are we over here? A large Jewish organization has ranked a top 10 list of global anti Semites and number three is BBC, just behind Hamas, the British Broadcasting Corporation. And the BBC, they're so dangerous in terms of their anti Semitism because they report things as fact, as news. People read the BBC; they think they're reading news, and then they let these these little biased, not so little, but these biased anti-Semitic reports slip in, and they, and, and and they slip in anti-Semitism to the reports in the disguise of news. I'm not even talking about op-ed; like they literally disguise it as news, as a, as a regular article, as a regular news story, and yet it has anti-Semitic biases. In the news story. So that's so so much more dangerous, right? When people hear Hamas spew their hatred, or even BDS supporters spew their hatred, at least they know. That's also dangerous, but at least they, that propaganda, at least people know, well, you know, these are people who are anti-Semites, these are people who hate Jews, but when it's the BBC, There are some, many people out there reading the BBC thinking, well, the BBC, they're objective. I mean, that's how they, that's, that's how they paint them. That's how they brand themselves. We're objective journalists, right? So it's, it's journalism. When it's journalism, it's supposed to be unbiased and objective. There's no such thing. It's, it's impossible to not let your own personal views and biases. Human beings are writing this. They cannot possibly avoid allowing their own biases to slip, to sneak in. But that's not the point. The point is it's so, so dangerous because they're brainwashing people and people believe these things. They'll, 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 put all sorts of things that are anti-Israel, when there'll be a conflict between Israel and Gaza, they'll accuse Israel of somehow attacking innocent civilians, which never ever happens, the exact opposite, Israel does everything they can to avoid civilian casualties, unlike Israel's enemies, unlike the terrorists, unlike Gaza, unlike Hamas, unlike the, the Palestinian authority, but to, so anyway, so it's the uh, Simon Wiesenthal Center, and Rabbi Marvin Heyer, BBC is literally number three on the top ten list of global anti-Semites, just behind Hamas. Rabbi Heyer said BBC is guilty of several incidences of anti-Semitism during the past year. He said people might assume that we would put neo-Nazi groups on our list, but the BBC is there because when a globally recognized organization allows anti-Semitism to creep into its reporting, it makes it all the more insidious and dangerous. And he specifically pointed to a few different incidences. We're just going to name one of them right now. There was a horrific attack in London in November where a group of Muslims actually attacked a bus full of Jewish teenagers. Jewish teenagers were celebrating Hanukkah on a bus in London and they were attacked by a group of thugs and um, and they were doing all these anti Semitic gestures and making these anti Semitic statements uh, against these and they tried physically literally getting onto the breaking their way, smashing their way onto the bus, which is terrifying for the for the Jews. Everybody turned out to be okay, thankfully. But, um, Marv, but the BBC claimed falsely, and there's a recording, they claimed falsely that one of the victims on the bus said, dirty Muslim, and actually made a used an anti-Muslim slur, but if you listen, it never happened. It was actually a Hebrew phrase begging for help, saying somebody call for help, and, t- and, t- and saying somebody should call for help, but the BBC, they falsely claimed, and if you listen to the recording, it never happened. That somebody said dirty Muslim, so they made it somehow that the Jews provoked the attack, and that the Jews somehow were, were, were you know, were inciting the attackers, and somehow the Jews were, were were fighting back, or were maybe even the ones who provoked it, or whatever they're trying. The BBC's trying to say it's disgraceful. It's absolutely disgraceful because it never happened. You can listen to the recording. Many people have debunked this based on the recording. The BBC is pointing to the same recording, saying we're hearing an anti-Muslim slur. There is no anti-Muslim slur, and that's one of. Multiple, multiple examples. That's going to do it for today, and we will see you next time.